The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Whatever! Son of a uh, we have had some technical problems. WDZRDB Worldwide. Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show Sunday. What, what day is it? Sunday is it the 20th? It's the 20th? I yeah. think it is the 20th. Yeah, it is okay. 20th. Hey, how's it going, brother? I've got Dustin Coffee with me right hey, here. How's it going? I love me some Dead Zone. Absolutely. And on the phone, we have from. Say it. From? <laughs> Full Moon Caravan. Full Moon Caravan. Pat O'Keefe. I'm messing with him. I'm just messing with him. Yeah, uh, Pat O'Keefe. And, uh, and Jennifer? Prophet. Full Moon Caravan. Right, Full Moon Caravan, yeah. And Jennifer Proven. Hey, it's been a long time. I think the last time you guys were on the show, we weren't even in here. We were at another studio. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I wow. was always with that other people. Yeah, those bird people over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't fly anymore. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they, yeah their wings. <laughs> we clip their wings. Yeah, yeah. So how's it going, guys? I mean, I... I I know you got some things going on, and you've got uh, a full moon caravan. Obviously, you, you you guys are going around and uh, and doing different <laughs> events. What's up here recently? Uh, well, we are uh, Jennifer and I uh, are the main components of a group of uh, psychics and mediums, and we go and we uh, speak at conventions, right? We meet all over the country, and uh, Jennifer is a psychic and a palmist, and I'm a psychic and a medium. And so uh, that's what we're doing with that. In fact, we're going to be at St. Albans Sanatorium in Radford, Virginia tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, actually, it won't be tomorrow night because uh, we're pre-recording, so it will be... Friday night. Uh, Friday night, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's already been yeah. there. Yeah, she's already been there. Yep. The full moon caravan's already Too late. been there and gone. You missed it. Too yeah. late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. It is like, you know interdimensional i'm having to think about the past all <laughs> right all right <laughs> yeah you got to think about it all at once the past and the future it's, it's the same thing right now <laughs> Very where are you guys cool. going to be at next weekend or are you going to be out uh next weekend actually this this is funny but i have obligations to family during october and it's actually uh one of the biggest months for psychics and mediums but wow. I have parties galore that I have to attend. You have parties? <laughs> yeah, parties. Party. all right. Well, we, yeah, we, we can respect that. Yeah, absolutely. We respect yeah. that. Hey, we yeah. get that. We're, uh, we're Halloween buffs as well. October's our big month. 
Right. And uh, yeah. I've missed many an episode because I've had something else going well, there's on. There's things going on. Yeah, we oh, all yeah. do. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. So. I, uh, yeah, so, uh, but we're going to uh, start back up. Uh, we usually take a few months off during the uh, dark time of the year because I usually write during that time. And uh, right now I'm writing a graphic novel based on photographs that I took about a year and a half ago, and we actually shot things. Um, and what I've done uh, with each of those photographs, what I'm doing is actually creating um, cartoon art uh, and so, yeah, cool. and yeah. This, is, this is an undertaking, by the way. Right. <laughs> but but it, it's, uh, what can I say, uh, it's amazing. You should see some of the pictures. Oh, thank you. Now, but, yeah, now, now is this for uh, the, the uh, uh, Paranormal Magazine that uh, you uh, contribute to, or is this something you're doing on your own? This is a book that I'm writing. Uh, I've written, let's see, I've written, a graphic novel. Yeah, a graphic novel, uh, you know, like... Um, if you've seen Coraline or some of the other graphic novels out there, it's along those lines. Okay. Where it's, it's like a comic book, only in book form. Okay. It, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Really my, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Really cool is you got to buy the book because I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. It, yeah, it, it, it's really cool because uh, all of the photographs were taken, and then what I'm doing uh, is mixing in like special effects, like dragons and wow. fairies, and uh, you know things Very like cool. that Very to kind cool. of bring it to life. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I'd like That's to see that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When uh, when you get ready to uh, promote that, uh, let's uh, let's talk again. I'll send you a copy. Be very oh, cool. Fantastic. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There be a, will there be a? Um, I signed a copy, right? Uh, for sure. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's awesome. And on the back, it'll be a picture of Jennifer that says, "Buy this book because I'm in it." Yeah. Right. Don't be on all our advertising. There you go. Awesome. That's too cool. So you're gonna. So after this weekend. <laughs> so after this weekend you guys take a couple months off kind of cool down until you hit yes. until you hit it hard next year correct yeah uh, and and then we uh start back up in the spring and one of the things that i do though consistently is um we call them victorian psychic salons cool. during the victorian era people would gather in salons in well-to-do homes and they would talk about, uh, you know, intellectual topics or topics of interest, say spiritualism. And so we are, you know, we've done a series of those. In fact, the next one Jennifer is going to be presenting at, and it is on the topic of palmistry. And she's going to give some, uh, uh, you know, some examples and demonstrations. She's going to uh, help uh, people understand, you know, what palmistry is, the importance of palmistry. I'll let her, her speak to that. That's very cool, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Well, learn a lot of good stuff. Yeah, please do. Um, well, you know what? Before we do that, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> this is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. That's right. Good evening. I am Sammy Terry, and you're listening to the Dead Zone. <laughs> Your source for everything paranormal. Para X. The 
worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. They crawl all over your dirty snout, your chest. My name is David Walton. I am a vocal performer for What Are You Afraid Of? Horror and Paranormal Show. And I have carried the burden of a terrible secret. I am actually what is offensively called a ghost. For years now, I have concealed my ectoplasmic existence from my friends and family, in fear of a common prejudice against ghosts, or what we like to call the disembodied. I have existed frightened of being discovered, unable to do physical acts that the embodied take for granted, such as walking a squirrel, or drinking a glass of vitamin E milk fresh squeezed from a whale. I grew depressed and even considered acts of self-harm or reincarnation, which is suicide for the disembodied. Such movies as Ghostbusters and its sequels drove my feelings of disenfranchisement and I began looking for help, only to encounter painful exorcisms in the houses I haunted. Then, I met two good people, it says here, Fox and Phil, at What Are You Afraid Of? Horror and Paranormal. And they helped me take control of my unlife. Now, it is my choice whether I wish to make phantom bangs in the night, appear at the foot of your bed in darkness, or make your walls bleed. If you are a disembodied person like I am, and you're living a lie, what are you afraid of can help you too. They are on at 9pm on Friday nights at Para-X Radio, leaving plenty of time for midnight haunting activities, and can be found on all major podcast services. Listen to their paranormal stories, interviews, humorous sketches and horror fiction, to know that you are not alone. And if you are a member of the Embodied, don't forget, you are only a single heart attack or tumour away from becoming one of us. This is David Walton. See you on the other side. Or as I call it, this side. And that is the end of a perfect day. Okay, and now back to business. All right, we're back with Pat O'Keefe and Jennifer. What was it again? <laughs> oh my God, I, I lost my mind. I can't. I can't. Every, I can't. Every time he looks at me, I can't help but laugh. It's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Prophet. I'm so old. I can't. I can't remember anything. <laughs> my apologies. I'm so sorry. That's okay. We're not famous yet either. Oh, hey. <laughs> That, that, that's not the point. That's not the point. That's that isn't the point. Nice at all. That's not the point. Uh, Famous or not, you're still good friends with the dead zone. Absolutely. Oh, there you go. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Okay. And I beg to differ because uh, every every convention we've been to that you ladies have been at, you guys are a big hit. There you go. So I'd say you guys are a little more famous than what you think. Absolutely. Yeah, you do. I bet I I bet you get around more than we do. Guarantee you that. And, and not 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 in that way, not in, not in a bad way. Yeah, sure. I, I, man, I just keep doing it. Don't yeah, I? Oh, you know, 
Good I'm Lord. Take your shovel from you. Good Lord. I'm going to go outside. I'll be right back. Anyway, anyway, uh, anyway. Okay, now, before, before we went on break there for a moment, we were talking about um, uh, palm tree. Yes. Okay, so uh, can you go ahead and tell, so us, a little, a, tell us a little bit about that? Salon, at the psychic salon, I'm just going to teach them, you know, like, some of the lines and what they mean, and, like, like different crosses and X's, you know, just different things, circles, what they mean, and, you know, try to just give them a basic how to read Palms. Read palms, yeah. I know. I know something about the lifeline and and the split. I mean, that's about it. You know what I mean? I've, I've, you know, I don't really know anything about it. I mean, I've read a few books, or I really didn't read them. I'll be honest with you. I, I, <laughs> he bought. I looked. I looked. I looked at. I looked at some photos, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I have that X right there, and that's that's cool, and you know, that's about it. <laughs> We're both well, staring at our hands. Right yeah, now. we both are. We're <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can ever know all of this stuff. Right. Even these people in the books, I think they have to look it up. Because right. there's no way your brain can remember all that stuff. Right. When I read poems, I start out with what's on their hand. Mm-hmm. And then I go with whatever my psyche tells me. Okay. Mm. So um, I don't read like everybody else. I don't just read your poem. Mm-hmm. Now, I will just read your poem if I don't get a message. Okay. But if I get a message for you, then I switch over and listen to my psychic. Now, now, how does that work? You say if you don't get a message, is that is that like a certain type of person? Are they blocking you or? I don't. I haven't figured out if they're blocking me, or if you know, I'm just not connecting with them. Okay. Um, some people you really connect with, like some people, as soon as they get their hand, I connect. Okay. And then sure. some people, I have to you know, get them more comfortable and stuff before right. I can connect with them. Well, I mean, look, some people, I just don't connect at all. Okay. And so I just read their palms. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Is that the feeling that you get, is it kind of like the feeling that, that uh, you get when you meet a person you've never met before, whatever, right? And you, uh-huh. just, you, and uh-huh. you just feel like, I like this guy, I like this girl, I like whatever. And we get, I would much rather read somebody that I've never met before. Right. No. No. You're, you're not. You're missing my point. What I'm. What I'm trying to ask is uh, the feeling that you get when it comes across. Is it like that person is? You get the same feeling as you meet someone for the first time. It's like, oh, I kind of, I really like that guy or I like that girl, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever yeah, it may be. Yeah. It, it's the, like you. You feel what. Um, how how they are, you know, what kind of people they are, right. you know, stuff like that. So that, that makes sense. Like a quick vision of something, and then you have to try to figure out what it was. Yeah. And usually, if if my psyche tells me something, it makes no sense to me. Okay. But then when I tell them, and I don't change it, uh-huh. uh, some people will change it, try to make sense of it. I've learned a long time ago I can't make sense of anything that I have no clue what you're talking about. Right. So I just, whatever my psyche tells me to say, that's exactly how I say it to them. Okay. If it comes off mean, I'm sorry, but that's the way that he told me to tell you. <laughs> right. <laughs> that that could have you ever have you ever read somebody and uh, the message was very blunt and direct, like. Hey, quit being a jackass. I mean, that's, that's what you said. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but this I, I is what I'm being told to tell you. It's not on me. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing a um, seance, a dinner and a seance. Uh, and uh, Pat was 
um, channeling. And okay. this guy came in and took her over. And you, you know how prim and proper Pat always sits and everything? Well, then <laughs> yeah. her face just changed immediately. And I'm like, what the crap? She slumps down and she's rocking back and forth and her legs are spread, you know, like she's... What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and man. Some guy in a uh, group, what are they called? Uh, gangs. Like some kind of gang guy. And, and oh, okay. Yeah. Her face changed and her accent. Like, like a thug or something, right? Yeah. 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 And okay. so she makes down on the table and she comes up and she looks right in this person's face and she says, you... B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, at this time, Pat never does this. You know, this is my Pat. Right. So I'm freaking out thinking, damn, I should have turned that camera on. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Hindsight, she right? Yeah. This message, yeah. and it ended up being this lady's brother. Oh. So, yeah, and, and he was mad. <laughs> I'd what say. What happened, uh, what had happened, yeah, that, the, I do, my last lifetime, one of the things that I ha I had done this past year is I've always been interested in past life regression because one of the things that I can often see are past lives that people have lived. Okay, that's so, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, and but I also know how healing it can be to be able to connect with uh, with events that have happened in our last lifetime to right. understand them and to understand why there is a balancing of karmic energy in this lifetime. And I'll give you an example. Um, I had a gentleman come and he leaned over and he told me he said, "I'm impotent." I know, but I, I looked at him. And I mean, he was sincere. This was this was a man who was in pain. Well, all of a sudden, I astral project, and I am in a different time and place. It looks to be about 1860, maybe 1840s, and it's either in London um, or a you know Edinburgh. It, 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 uh, it's somewhere like that. And I see him, and uh, you know he looks different, but it's him. It's a past life. And he starts smacking these prostitutes around. Oh. And uh, I feel the hate that he has for them and the superiority that he has over them. And so he's really cruel and he's horrible. And so all of a sudden I'm back in my body. And I leaned over and I said, I bet you watch every detective show you can watch. And he said, I do, I do. I'm fascinated by detective shows. And I, I, you know, I said a few other things that I picked up on. And I looked at him and I said, the reason you're impotent in this lifetime is that you beat up on the hose in the last lifetime. Oh, the hose. And I said, <laughs> yes, and think about it. The one thing that they sold was the very thing that he was denied in this lifetime. Right. I am not kidding you. When that man, it was like he connected. You could see at a soul level, he understood. He stood up, looked at my husband, and he said, oh my God, she is so good, do you know this? And he said, yes. And I, you know, I, had, not, I had not been able to, to cure him, but the fact that he connected with that lifetime let him understand. So based on those and many other uh, experiences like that, this past uh, summer, I got a, um, a certificate in consulting hypnosis to the National Guild of Hypnotists, the, okay. the one that, um, yeah, and they've been around since 1952. Uh -huh. uh, you know, they're they're very, uh, I mean, very credible. 
And uh, now, of course, my, my interest is uh, in that area is to be able to connect people with these lifetimes because the healing that occurs is just, it, it's mind-blowing. Right. Man, that's awesome. Let me ask you this. Now, you uh, you say it was back in London, or was it like maybe back in the 1800s, back in uh, Whitechapel yeah. area, that way, that you know, that, that kind of like that thing? It very well could have been, mm-hmm. uh, in that uh, it was gaslight, because I saw the gaslight stories. Right. Right. I saw mm-hmm. the blobby hat. That's why I really feel it was, it was London or England, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Scotland. But I, I saw that body hat, so I'm really feeling it was London. Plus, I heard this, this accent, which was what I would call Cockney uh, English. Okay, so it, that, would be, that would be Whitechapel then, right? Yeah. Yeah, it very well could have been. Right. And the hatred that this man had for these women. Oh, whoa, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah. You, did you get it? You got it now? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, I had not even thought about that. Oh, my God. Right. Well, I'm telling you that this man, had he had a hatred of these women. Right. And he would see them. I mean, I felt the flesh as, as he would bring his hand open-handed are closed-fisted uh, and, and hit these women. I mean, it was cruel. And like I said, he understood at that point why, you know, that there's, there's always a karmic balance. Wow, that's insane. That is crazy. I'm, I'm, I apologize for that noise that just went off. We, we have a time clock here. I wasn't paying attention like I always do. You know. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering if you, if you were going to pick up on that because that really, you know, you know, That's going to be an enlightening experience for sure. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my thoughts around all that because uh, you know, the, what when you were talking about that, I got the connection immediately that you know, it's London. It's it's uh, you know, 1800, 1700, whatever. Yeah, and what, what, wow, I'm just going to have to. Uh, I'm going to have to process that for a little while, and we're going to have you back and talk about that a little more. How about how about that? That'd be okay. That sounds good. Sounds great, yeah, because that's awesome. it's amazing. <clears throat> so, in the past year, you've been working on um, reconnecting people with their past lives, and you've reconnected with your past lives. Is that what you said earlier? Oh, I have been. Uh, well, I mean, that's another thing. I've been connected with my most immediate past life since I was a child. I've had the same dream 
Um, I am in an old car. When I say old, I mean it has like these gaslight-looking things on the outside. I don't even think there were any like side windows, just a front window. And I'm in this big hat. I have a high neck on. Um, they used to call them short legs. And I feel that it was that I had lived during the late Victorian, and now I'm in the Edwardian era. And um, I get in this this car. Obviously, I'm a person of means because for a woman to drive to have access to a car during that time you would have had to have been wealthy and then I see myself on this old road and I'm going around a curve and there's a cow in the road oh man and I hit it and I die oh <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, killed by beef <laughs> and not not, not not through your arteries amazing no it's it, I'm telling you, well, that's what, uh, how life, uh, you know, past lives are, though. I mean, you know, uh, if somebody pops up and tells everybody that they see that they're Cleopatra, et cetera, it really doesn't work that way. Yeah, we, right. We have lifelines and life comes that we live and we learn lessons during this lifetime. But here's the interesting thing. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a channeler, which is a very... Victorian Edwardian type of mediumship that you don't see anymore. I mean, uh, at one time it was the most common type of mediumship. Right. You would get people around, remember, for the seance. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. And and. Oh well, yeah, and Houdini used to go around and bust them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. because just like today. And, uh, you know, going to Houdini, uh, just like today, there are people who are... Charlatans. 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 And the saddest of them really are the ones that are just in it for... The money. money. Just for the money. That's it. Yeah. Uh, The saddest are just for the fame. It's not even the money. It's like, you notice me. Uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? To me, they're the sad ones. The awful ones, yes, are the ones that... They do it for money. For instance, I never charged for a missing person case ever. And it doesn't mean I take everyone, but the ones that I do ch- take, I never charge for those. Right. Uh, people are in so much pain that they, you know, the last thing they need is someone charging them $800 for 20 minutes. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's that's just, that's the way we are. A rule in rip rule in the other paranormal. We don't charge anything to anyone. Never have, never will since two thousand six. I mean, if you want us to come help you out, we'll come help you out on our dime. That's what we do. Yep. Those are the you know when you do it from the heart, that is that is the way to do it. I mean, that's when you're really walking the path that you should be walking. Now, having said that. I mean, when we go out to public readings, we charge $20. I, I wrestled with that because, um, you know, I've been given, I, I've been very blessed. I have a full-time job that I worked for 31 years. And, right. and you know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't have... Yeah, I, we understand that completely. I mean, there people people that uh, you want to go to these conventions, you want to go there, you want to network, you want to be with these people and, and, and make connections, whatever. But yeah. it's it's ridiculous. I mean, they they charge you a table cost, and I mean, it it, it, it it's expensive. Yeah, very expensive. It's very to expensive to do that. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that. So you know, you you charging twenty dollars for your readings or whatnot. I mean, and I, you know, people are going to charge for whatever, and it's 
it gets very expensive to go there to stay the weekend to mm-hmm. eat all weekend to get the tables and that right. kind of stuff we yeah. absolutely get it oh yeah we yeah uh, yeah we usually break even we usually break it's more than that too like i i, pr- I pray and i meditate a lot and uh it, because it really did trouble my mind and i saw um you know i was given it, it's like i go somewhere else i swear it's like this dreamy place with clouds and all of this anyway i see two energies and I see them floating together, and one is larger than the other. And it's like they, they combine briefly. And when they separate, the one that was weaker is now stronger. And it was my message that you, you know, it's all about reciprocity. And then I heard, always give more than you take. Right. And that way, you're always balancing karma, you always have enough. And, uh, you know, you, you're not collecting, you know, the flotsam of uh, uh, greed and avarice that, that happens to so many people, even good people that start out in the beginning yeah. and they have life. I have seen one, you know, well-known uh, psychic and when, when she started, she had the white light. She had this golden light. But as the years accumulated, it was like watching the picture of Dorian Gray in the oh. Janet place. Wow. Oh, wow. Hmm. I, I did have one thing. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said I guess it happens. Yeah. One th- one thing I wanted to ask you about um, about the uh, past life thing. I've heard many, many times back in the past about um, reincarnation and that kind of thing. And one of the things was like a birthmark. <laughs> I apologize for that. This computer, yeah, this computer, yeah. People keep message messaging in, and I'm like, I'm sorry. But birthmarks, um, abnormalities, like like me, me for example, um, it's not as much prominent as it used to be um, on the side of my face where my sideburns are. I had a patch of of hair that would not do it; it would just grow white. The entire sideburn would would be you know dark brown, but right in the middle, it would just be a round patch of white now like i like i was trying to say i've heard that i know what's i have no idea birthmarks and things like that are signs of an injury or what caused your death in a past life have you heard anything about that or does it make any sense at all yes it absolutely does in fact if you if you read about uh people who have connected with past life they often have a birthmark that they point to and say, you know, uh, you know, when when I was riding my bike, uh, there's a famous case in India. This this man was riding his bike, fell off the bike, he, he hit his head. Well, he had and he came back and he had a little, um, you know, a little mark on his head. Oh, you know, that that's where I fell and I hit my head. Okay. So yeah, I, I have to ask you uh, a question. Do okay. you ever feel connected with or, or interested or just you know have that? Sense of deja vu with the uh, Civil War era. Yes. Lee? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. yeah. Yes. I, I, I've got to tell you, that's because that's, uh, I don't know if it's your immediate li- last lifetime, but it is definitely a very important last life for you. And the, uh, the, the mark that you have is where a musket ball went right through your face. Mm. Huh. So I, they, that makes did, sense. Did they show whether he was a Yank or a Southerner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a Southerner. Yeah. He's, he's, there he's, you go. He's, wearing, 
He's very, I know, it's, it's you know, it, you'll have to trouble South, sorry, but <laughs> I, I'm seeing you, and you've mentioned the term terms, it's so funny, because I saw you, and it's like, uh, you have those, those long, kind of skinny sideburns yep. um, for the time, yep. and I saw you, and you weren't a very big man, a, a lot of men weren't back then, uh, yep. you, were, you were kind of, uh, I would say probably about 5'8", and you were uh, thin. Uh, you were definitely though. You were in gray. Yeah. You, you were. You were in. Um, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I just had to ask. He, he's from the south, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yeah, my entire family are. Yeah, they were a bunch of. Yeah. You're right. I thought you were from Indiana. No, no. Right. As a matter of fact, my great great grandparents back in the day, um one side of the family it, well, one of the brothers back back in the day went to fight for the, the union and the entire family shunned shunned them i mean they might my great great grandfather would not allow anything blue in the house anything like that wow because oh, yeah. Of, yeah no uh, seriously and, and you know i had a great great aunt that i remember as a child and she would talk about the uh, she would call it the war of northern aggression right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i like that yep <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how she turned it. So I, I do remember. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You you definitely were connected. Listen, if if and I'm sure that we'll be uh, at the same place. You know. Oh, we will be. We I, will be. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're interested in past life regression, I would be happy to do a session for you, Brad. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Love. Yeah, I'd love to hear what. You, yeah, what you think? I always after I read that, like I was telling you, I, I was like. Why do I always, or did I always have that patch? I'm getting old enough now that it's all gray, so. But uh, <laughs> um, I never could understand it, but. So that gives yeah. me that gives me an answer. There you go. Well, let me tell you honestly, guys, this is powerful stuff. I, I was actually in my training uh, for this, and there was a woman she wanted me to read for her. And so I'm staring at her. And all of a sudden, I see the First World War, and I, I'm seeing her running, only she's a man, and she's got that little flat hat on. Yeah. Um, she's a double boy. Yeah, right. And so she's running, and she she jumped into a, um, into um, a, what do they call it, a foxhole? Foxhole, yeah. And, she looks, and when she lands, she's staring right at this mangled face, right? I mean, and then she's looking around, and these guys are looking back at her with these haunted eyes. And I said, give me the moment of her death. And I heard, I am not kidding you, I cannot remember the world now, but I wrote it down somewhere because I actually write this stuff down when I'm getting it. But it, it meant in German, my tombstone. Oh, okay. And, yeah, is that crazy? Yeah. And so after, after it was so crazy, afterwards I said, I might not be the person for you because she came across as really a non-believer, right? Right. And sometimes you can be so aggressive, your energy, it's like, you know, I'm not going to fight this, maybe I'm not the, the psychic for you. And she said, no, I'm really open to this. And I said, well, you were a man in your last lifetime. Which <laughs> got to me. And she said, oh, honey, it doesn't mean. She said, I was married to a woman for 19 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Well, she's. <laughs> um, I'm living with someone. Uh, what do you think about him? I said, look, I said, he's been in an emotional relationship with someone else because I kept seeing this man and he's texting, like sneaking texting, right? Like holding his, stand for, uh, his, his uh, phone furtively and looking around. And then she said, well, is it physical? And I said, no, it's not physical. It's just an emotional relationship. And she said, well, that makes sense. He's impotent. I'm like, uh. Why are you testing me with this? Then the crazy thing is, she went home after that reading and she confronted him, and he admitted to it. Oh, she <laughs> very cool. <laughs> it wasn't much use anyway, I guess. No, yeah. But do you see how past lives can can affect us, and how connecting with those lives can heal us? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I never thought about it like that. That mm-hmm. is very cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're we're running out of time here. I hate to say it, but we're gonna have to let you guys go. And I hope you will come back on. Man, you know, time just flies when you're having fun. Right? It really does. I love talking to you guys. It's, it's great. <laughs> and we, of course, we will see you again. I don't know what 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 uh, event we will hook up at, but of course we will. And we always do. It seems like. Sure. And if you want to, you could have your friend actually record your session. If you would want, so that you could hear it back later. Now, this is putting you under hypnosis. You're the one that will be connecting with your own past lives. And I'm going to make you dance like a chicken. (laughs) 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 I won't let her. (laughs) I will definitely record that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we appreciate it. And thank you very much once again, Uh, Full Moon Caravan, Pat O'Keefe. Jennifer, Jennifer Profit, yeah. Hey, I, I remembered. <laughs> and uh, you can go. You can. And where, where can people find your website at and and all your info? Well, they can find us at fullmooncaravan.com or pat-okeefe.com. Okay. All right. Thank well, you very much. Yeah. There you go. Thank you guys for coming on the show, and we will talk to you again. This very is, soon, very soon. Thanks for being on the Dead Zone. This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Dead Zone WDZR-TV Worldwide. Welcome to the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. to stop what you're doing and listen. Hey, this is the Dead Zone Metal Minute. Metal here. Minute, oh, yeah. That's right. I'm Dustin Coffey, alongside my main man, Lee Poy. I'm right here. That's right, man. We've had a lot of stuff going on. It's been a little while since we've done a Metal Minute. Yeah. We've been kind of busy with a lot of different things. But right. uh, uh, for those of you that have been paying attention to any kind of metal news in the last month or so, late at the end of September... Metallica had to cancel a bunch of yeah, European man. and Australian yeah. dates. Yeah, rehab. Rehab again. That's just about every ten years. Right. Well, you got to get you, you got to try out sometimes. <laughs> I guess so. Um, Metallica, of course, frontman uh, James Hetfield has yeah. had to go back to rehab, and they yeah. canceled the dates and whatnot. And um, just reported this week, Lars Ulrich says from Billboard that fans supporting. Fan support during James Hetfield's rehab stint is an incredible thing, which I guess if you're a Metallica fan, you're pretty used to it. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next time. Next time, yeah. Right. So um, save your tickets. 
Yeah, no kidding. They're gonna <laughs> honor all the dates, as they've said, or they're, or they're gonna honor all the all the concerts all, that they've all, sold yeah. tickets for. Right. But you can get their refunds and whatnot. But just this week, Metallica has announced, or not Metallica per se, but Danny Winmar mm-hmm. of um, he he runs the three big metal um, festivals in our area in Chicago, yeah. Louisville. And Columbus, yeah. um, they've announced that at two of those festivals, Metallica is going to headline two nights. That's what I heard too. Festivals. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah. Um, I guess they're expecting his rehab stint to not be very long. <laughs> so they're already. <laughs> he's getting good at it now. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's, he's getting it figured out. Yeah. The twelve steps aren't that hard to get back onto, I guess. Right. Right. <laughs> so, but they they had planned to to do some touring in Australia, and New Zealand, um, but they had to cancel all that, of course. Um, Lars Ulrich told USA Today, I feel bad for everybody down in Australia and New Zealand, but we're expected to be back in full force and come back stronger and healthier than ever. Along the way, there's an obviously an occasional bump in the road, yeah. but it's an incredible ride, yeah. and we're looking forward to getting back down there hopefully next year. Very cool. So, now, did you, did you see, I don't know if, you, if, if you're going to bring this up, did you see where Eddie Van Halen has throat cancer? I did. I did see Man, that. It's terrible. I've, Oops! So, almost so, uh, <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's awful. Um, he's obviously going to take time away to to get that taken care of and yeah. see what he can. I, I'm from what I've read so far, he's going to go overseas to seek help. He has for, been, yeah. Um, I, I think so. Yeah, he has been. So going, yeah. And uh, another thing that we posted, not really metal, but still music news, and all you old heads out there that <laughs> love to jam. That would be uh, me, Peter yeah. Frampton. Yes, he's done. It's over. According to Facebook, he's done. Well, I I, I checked it out, um, and all the everything I've read into so far, um, he's been diagnosed with uh, muscle mm, yeah, uh, what they muscle deterioration disorder yeah. So uh, he's he's talking like he may not even be able to walk in a year's time yeah. So and that's very so, very sad. That is so so horrible. I mean the man Absolutely. the man's a legend. He lived a wonderful life. I wish I had his life. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, just a fantastic artist, and, and to be able to do it as long as he has, that's a blessing. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And he's just, he's only 69 years old. Yeah. You know, so that's not very old to be hanging it up in, in that that aspect of music and whatnot. Well, and, yeah, let's let's think about that in um, Mick Mars's. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. His uh, yeah. his situation. I mean, the man is still, as far as I know, is still still playing with his yeah, debilitating disease. Yeah, and there's sixty. He's sixty seven or sixty eight. Yeah, I'm born and raised right here in Terre Haute, Indiana. Not yes, raised, sir. but born here. Born here, yeah. Um, he has, um, spawn who. Yeah, his his bones, um, the bones fuse. I can't remember the name of the. Ankylosing. Um, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this because everybody's gonna laugh at me. But <laughs> I think they laugh at us, at us. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's a uh, it's arthritis basically, and yeah. it's uh, I mean, inflammatory cr- arthritis for the crippling. bones. Crippling. Yeah, I mean, extremely whatnot. crippling. Yeah. So, and that, he was diagnosed with that at an early age. So yeah, but uh, other than that, um, some awesome news. Okay. We'll go from. Terrible to awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coming from Loudwire, Phil Anselmo yep. eyes Downs return. Oh. Oh man, this is Downs one of my bucket list bands to see live. Haven't been able to see him yet, and um, 
Next year will be the 25th anniversary of the release of NOLA, the, the band's uh, freshman album, first album they put out in 1995. Right. And um, he said they've been offered some shows. So, oh, cool. Which they have performed live since 2016. Yeah. Um, he kind of, Phil kind of pissed some people off, uh, yeah, if, well, you can, if you can believe that. We all do that, so, <laughs> you know, who cares? Um, but he's, he's, um, looking looking forward to it and hopefully um he can get everybody together to do that because you know pepper keenan and uh corrosion conformity have been have been rocking out and uh jimmy jimmy bauer he's been rocking with i hate god and a couple other bands and um that's just wrong i wouldn't i, I hate <laughs> that name i mean come on uh, yeah yeah but anyway you know it's it, I, it is what it is i know yeah it is what it is you know you know people yeah right um, actually, Phil Anselmo is on tour with the Illegals right now, and they're uh, they're performing a um, vulgar display of Pantera is what their set is, oh, where they're, they're cool. only playing Pantera songs. Well, that's and, cool. Um, they're actually getting ready to, or have been hitting the road and getting ready to rejoin with uh, Slayer for their last leg of the American yeah. the American Farewell Tour. So, right. Um, of course, like I said. Keenan's been with Corrosion Conformity. They put a, an album out last year. They've been touring the hell out of it. And, um, you know, uh, oh, I, it just slipped my mind for how or whatever. Kirk Wayne Street has been killing it with Crowbar. Um, they're actually hoping to have their new rec- new album written by October 31st. So oh, by Halloween. By Halloween, that'll be Crowbar's great. Crowbar's supposed to have their new album written. So Wow, that'll be awesome. That'll be oh, a great yeah. release, yeah. That'd be killer. So that's what's going on with that's uh, what's going Phil. on. Um, of course, for those of you that have been living under a rock, <laughs> <laughs> Machine Head has dropped a new new track this week. It's called "Do or Die," and uh, the lyrics, man, Rob Flynn really come out on this one. He uh, he has written a hate and fu song to just about anybody that doesn't <laughs> like him. Well, and uh, it actually right, sparked. Yeah. A um a spat between him and the lead singer Dope. That's so dope. <laughs> oh well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Another another uh, media explosion just to get oh, your attention for sure. I'm and that's sorry, I mean that's that what it true. seems like at this point. Yeah. But um, they're uh, Machine Head's working on a new album. If it's not already finished, I can't remember. But um, here's how old the road. Here's how old I am. You said Machine Head, and I immediately went to Bush. Machine Head. <laughs> oh man! No, it's Rob Flynn, Machine Head. Uh, they uh, they put out an album last year, Catharsis, and uh, it got a lot of terrible reviews. Mm. And it's really artsy and not. Which I don't know. It, it's hard to say what their real what their real uh, direction is. Yeah. Because Rob Flynn's kind of been all over the place. And you know, I say, I keep saying Rob Flynn, and I'm talking about Machine Head, but since the late '90s. So early 2000s, Machine Head has been Rob Flynn, yeah. where he's directing everything. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do, and that's when. I, and he's had some amazing talent with him. Oh yeah. Um, a couple cats have played in Violence with him in the late 80s, early 90s. Phil Demmel, who uh, Phil is an amazing guitar player. He actually uh, was it earlier this year or late last year left and went over to Europe mm-hmm. and replaced. Um, Oh man, you know what? My, I just, I <laughs> you're do, now you're anything. now you're doing like I do. I know it. It's terrible. I know it, it's it's Gary Holt. He replaced <laughs> Gary Holt. There we go. 
Gary Holt from it's Slayer. Con- it's contagious, dude. I'm I sorry. know it. I, know. I, I hang out. It's okay. It's all good. I'll get it one of these days, or yeah. I'll just lose it all. Right. <laughs> but uh, Phil Demmel, he went over. He flew over to Europe and met up with uh, the guys from Slayer because Gary Holt's father was very sick and passing away. Hmm. Gary Holt had to come home, and uh, Phil learned all 18 of their songs in two days. Wow. Slayer. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. Yeah. So Rob Flynn's had this amazing talent around him this whole time, and he's just been kind of calling the shots. It's been more of a solo project than anything lately. So. Yeah. But um, he's got some new guys around him because Demel and the drummer quit, so mm. uh, he kind of had to regroup and he put out Catharsis, and uh, they're on tour. They're actually going to be in Indianapolis in November. So. Oh, and I'll very probably cool. Go see him. Very cool. I think. They, I think Alice is going to be in uh, India. India. Is, is yeah, or? in India. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yep, at uh, the Egyptian Room. Yeah. And that's the same place. Um, no, no, no. Machine Head's going to be at the, the Vogue. The Vogue. In India. Okay. So, and that's a really cool place. It's on Broad Ripple. It's up in Broad Ripple. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen Hell Yeah there, and it was awesome. There's someone else going to be at the Vogue, too. Um, it's, it's not Alice. Or is it Alice? I don't know. He's going to be at the Egyptian Room, as far as I know. Okay. He might be at the Vogue. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Well, there's your metal music news. Uh, some one more thing. What, one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. What there is, that? is uh, There was a, a Facebook rumor that's going around that ACDC is going to tour again with Brian Johnson. What do you think about that? Man, I, you know, I've been hearing for the past year or so that Brian Johnson had some surgery to replace his hearing, to, to improve, fix his, hearing. improve yeah. his hearing. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when you stand on stage with cannons that go off, at a rock concert, yeah, for and Marshall Stacks blade. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, I, I for forty get years, it. however long, yeah, it's going to damage your hearing for sure. But yeah. I've actually even heard that they're going to put out a new album. Yeah. So yeah, because we know Axel's back with Guns and Roses. Yeah, um, um, about as Axel's original as it's ever going to get. Yeah, and Benny Hill's back with Guns and Roses. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. The man who ate Axel Rose <laughs> yeah. is back with Guns. Oh, All right. Man. Now we're going to get sued. I'm sorry, dude. You know, I, I love Guns N' Roses, but, I mean, come on. They actually, they're in the news, too. I forgot about this. They banned one of their most most notorious and huge fans from for life, for ever coming to see them play live again. Well, for ban me, because I'm, I'm going to be there anyway. <laughs> I'm going to pay it now. This cat, man, he named his son Axel. That's how big of a fan he is. Yeah. And he, he goes to a concert, and he's in line. And security walks up, and they're like, hey, listen, you're not allowed to come to these concerts no more. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and it's because he tracked down a bunch of unreleased studio stuff oh. from their latest album. It was Bootleg. And bootlegged it. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. But he, he's not... They're lucky he wasn't sued. Well, uh, that beyond, might be in the works as well. Yeah, but, beyond um, belief. Yeah. It's not... As of the last article I read, it wasn't saying that he was producing bootleg copies. Yeah. But it's the fact that he chased the bootlegs so hard yeah. that they were like, you know what, we're gonna make an example out of this guy and never let him into our concerts anymore. Mm. So And that he, was Axel. <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, no, there's no problem about it. It was Axel. Yeah. <laughs> so but hey, that's your uh, metal news for now. Um, metal news, man, that's great. Oh yeah, for sure. So keep them rocking and you know Keep on listening. If I think there's I one more thing. I, just, uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I can't remember what it is, though. There's one more thing. Man, I love it. Something about something going on in the metal community. And I've completely lost it now. Hmm. Oh, well. 
Well, there you oh, go. Yeah, there you well, go. That's the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. That's right. Good night. <laughs> okay, there was one more thing that I was wanted. I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. And I can't remember what it was. And there's something about the uh, Hall of Fame, or I mean, they're they're uh, getting ready to vote right now. I mean, okay. the, the 2020 the, ballot is open. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because I completely forgot all about it. Yeah. Um, and since then, I've pulled it up. Um, <laughs> yep. The class of 2020 nominees are okay Pat Benatar. Nice. Dave Matthews Band. Whatever. Yeah. Depeche Mode. Doobie Brothers. I'm going to have to give them a okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can dig it. Um, Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah. Judas Priest. Yes. All right. Craftwork. Nah. MC5. Nah. What is that, a gun? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to piss off the leftists. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. Uh, motorhead. <laughs> of course. Shoo-in. Yeah. Shoo-in, for sure. Yeah. With nothing more than just the ace of spades. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're... Oh, I, I could go on for days about Motorhead. But anyway, uh, Nine Inch Nails is on the ballot. Okay, very cool. Yep. Yeah. The Notorious B.I.G. I figured he'd be in by now, but it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, Rufus. <laughs> Thin Lizzy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, I'm digging it. Yeah, man. T-Rex. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, way back in the day. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Soundgarden. Of course. Shoe in. Yeah. And Todd Rundgren. Todd Rundgren. Rud- Rundgren. Rundgren, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, I dig a few of his. Uh, uh, but it's like, not metal. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, Rock and Roll of Fame. I, it's one of the coolest places I've ever been to. Oh, yeah. But, um, and you can go, you can just uh, Google Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to. To see the ballot and um, vote for who you think should be in and who shouldn't be. Right. Because that's what I'm doing right now. It's, yeah. And and remember, it's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not yeah. Pop 40 or whatever whatever the hell they call it anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, wait. Oh, you only get five votes. Wait, who's... Man! I, I, you, only get, you only get to vote for five people? Well... How does this There work? you go. Choose it. Choose them right. No kidding. I guess I'm going to take a couple people off here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got going on with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You said that maybe two of the guys from Motorhead got stiffed. Yeah, they got yeah they got the. Uh, the I, it was a post on Facebook that I saw. It came across my feed. It was like uh, the two guys were like you know giving the flipping fingers like screw you. But, wow. Okay, fine, whatever. I don't understand why they would do that. But I you mean, know, why why would it take them so long to uh, induct? And this is gonna suck, and you're gonna hate me. Kiss into the. <laughs> to the Hall of Fame. Uh, no, no, no. I, I get it completely. I'm not a big fan of Kiss. I'm really not. I was back in the 70s and 80s. No, and I, and I get it, man. But what they've done for rock and roll yeah. all these years, yeah. they definitely deserve it. I mean, oh, Kiss yeah. is a household name when you talk about rock and roll. Right, yeah. So, no, I completely get it. Motorhead is much the same. Yeah, ex- Why are they absolutely. waiting until now to uh, to talk about Motorhead? Right, Lemmy's, Lemmy's been gone for a while. Yeah. I mean, he he died uh, 2015. Lemmy ushered in the badass, I think, in my oh, opinion. Man, he was, wasn't he? He's yeah. got his own drink. <laughs> you order yeah. a Lemmy, you get a Jack and Coke. There you go. Flat out. So, yeah. But yeah, I I don't know why it's taking them so long. Some of these bands that are on here, I don't understand why it's taking them so long to get them to get them recommended to the rock and roll. Or uh, some that are on there, some that are, that are on there, I don't understand why they're on there in the first place. I, 
I agree. Yeah. I agree, but Judas Priest, come on. They yeah, should have been years ago. Years ago, no kidding. Uh, the Doobie Brothers, come on. Yeah, man. I mean, seriously. Yep. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If you got if you've got Aerosmith in there, you got to have the Doobies. Yeah, for sure. From that era. Absolutely. Way. Thin yeah. Lizzy, they should have yeah, been in years ago. Yeah, thin Lizzy. But right. it is the way it is, and I, unfortunately, I guess we don't have any control over it. So. Hey, well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because we're, we're nobody. <laughs> we're somebody. We're somebody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Metal minute with uh, metal news with Dustin Coffee.